See the movie critics are saying will leave a mark in residue, a harrowing tale of trauma, violence, and vengeance, and intense, disturbing, and affecting, you'll be thinking about it for days to come. The film's called An Angry Boy, and I wrote and directed it for all the real fans of true crime out there who want to see something really, really scary. It's available to stream right now, at this very moment, on Amazon, iTunes, and Apple TV, Google Play, and Microsoft Xbox. So when you get home tonight, and you're trying to figure out what to watch, we'll shut off the lights and pop that popcorn, and go watch the award-winning dark thriller in Angry Boy. Also, leave a review when you're done, please. Here's a quick clip. I have tried to make this house a home, time and time again. Now you kids just don't get it. You ever heard of a Spanish donkey, Owen? I've been working on this thing for Mike. It's a little project that may or may not work. We'll see. But what it will do. Well. It's this big log. It's cut into a triangular shape with one of the points facing straight up to the sky. And then a person, in this case, you, is placed right on top of it, legs straddled. You know, like you're riding a donkey. Your arms tied above the head so you can't support your weight. Oh, it hurts on its own, just like that. But here's the messed up part. I put buckets on your feet. And then one by one, I add bricks. And what happens is, see, you ever so slowly start to split open. That bone between your legs eventually cracks. And you get pulled down until you get ripped in half. Ultimately, it's fucked up, I know. But if you guys had played ball, I could be much nicer. We all love eating tasty food, and what's even better than that is when it's completely free. That's exactly what HelloFresh is giving away to you guys today. Free appetizers for the rest of your life. If you don't know, HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit, I've been a long-time subscriber because not only do they make meal planning as simple as possible and essentially remove any trips I need to take to the grocery store, but they have the biggest menu out there with over 50 recipes to choose from every single week. I mean, it's summertime. We all want to spend more time relaxing in the sun and less time in the kitchen using HelloFresh, and they let you get back to enjoying pool and beach time with just a few clicks on your computer. Just choose your meals, select a delivery date, And HelloFresh delivers everything right to your door. And like I said, when you sign up today, you'll unlock free appetizers for life. Go to HelloFresh.com slash AndrewApps for free appetizers for life. One appetizer item per box while subscription is active. 
That's free appetizers for life at HelloFresh.com slash Andrew Apps. Every town has a dark side. Since his introduction in 1955 by the multi-talented Jim Henson, the Muppet character, Kermit the Frog, has been a beloved character on television, stage, and film. Kermit is now well known all over the world, but did you know that in the very same year that he was introduced to us, a more interesting and freaky frog tale unfolded in the once busy railroad town of Loveland in Ohio? Only... This wasn't a small, bright green puppet. No, this was a giant humanoid frog, touted as an authentic cryptid by those who encountered it. There have been multiple sightings of the Loveland Frogman throughout the decades, most recently in 2016, and they are considered some of the most intriguing cryptozoological mysteries in all of America. First, let's discuss what these legendary Loveland frogmen are exactly, who are also referred to as the Loveland lizards. Well, cryptozoologists consider them as cryptids, which means that their existence is based on alleged sightings with varying degrees of supported evidence. It's a situation where many people think that they're extinct, but Others believe that they still exist, as in the case of the Loveland Frogmen, if the witnesses' accounts are truly factual. Their origins can be traced back with their existence highlighted in myth and legends. It's also possible that these cryptids have evolved from previously existing creatures and mutated into a completely new one. The Frogman is bipedal, so it uses only two legs for walking, and when standing is said to be around four to five feet tall. It has thick, leathery skin, webbed hands and feet, and lipless, wide mouths. But its most distinguishing characteristic is having a frog-like face and hairless head covered with deep wrinkles. With such an outlandish appearance, It is no surprise that the businessman, policeman, farmer, and young man who had allegedly saw the creature in Loveland were in disbelief at what they encountered. Whether their stories are true or not is up for you to decide. The Loveland Frogmen are known to live in Ohio's Clermont County, part of which is the town of Loveland where the sightings have taken place. It's considered part of the greater Cincinnati area and borders Sims, Miami, and Hamilton townships and straddles the Little Miami River. That river and the Loveland Bridge have figured prominently in the sightings of the Loveland Frogmen, and they've become the setting for this baffling mystery.
It was May 25th, 1955, when the early stage of the legendary tale of the Loveland Frogman started to take shape. It was close to four o'clock in the wee hours of the morning, and Robert Hunicutt, a traveling businessman, was combing the lonely stretch of road that runs along the Little Miami River, just on the outskirts of Loveland. Then he spotted three man-like trolls kneeling by the roadside. He described the creatures as bipedal, quasi-reptilian with gray skin, frog-like faces, normal eyes but without eyebrows, and long hair with slender limbs. As in most legends passed on through generations, this part of the story has other versions. One states that the frogmen were sitting on the bridge, while another situates the creatures beneath the bridge, just down by the riverbank. Nevertheless, though, the narrative of all versions continues in the same direction. So the businessman's acute curiosity led him to do some sleuthing, something I'd probably do if I encountered the same thing. Perhaps Robert's thoughts were running wild. Are they ghostly entities... Are they highway robbers disguised as hideous reptiles? Or have aliens invaded Ohio? Summoning all his guts, the man pulled his car to the curb. He spent the next three minutes scrutinizing the trio of creatures. He noticed that the frogmen stood between three to four feet tall, giving him a clear picture of their physical appearance. He also remembered the area emitted the pungent smell of combined alfalfa and almonds. Terrified of what he discovered, Robert scrambled out of the area, but before he could do so, a seemingly magical stun unfolded, much to his disbelief. One of the frogmen held a dark object above his head, something comparable to a magic wand and outspewed blue flashes all aglow from the tip of the stick-like object. Without missing a beat, the stunned Robert left straight away, exiting Branch Hill, which was a community bordering the southern end of Loveland. Almost unconsciously, he drove straight to the Loveland police station and reported his encounter to Chief of Police John Fritz. Evidently, the strange story was taken seriously, as Fritz had one of his armed deputies keep a vigil at the bridge, and an FBI investigation ensued after that. And thus, the legend of the Loveland Frogman was now born. For 17 years, there was silence about the stories of these alleged humanoid frogs. The people of Loveland, at least those who believed in the story, thought that the frogman had probably disappeared or retreated and shied away from getting any more exposure. But their silence was broken when three succeeding accounts of their sightings were recorded in 1972. And what a comeback for the Loveland frogman! as these sightings indeed became some of the most significant encounters in the annals of cryptozoology. Thus, the legend surrounding their existence was suddenly resurrected. 
first one occurred on March 3, 1972, which involved Loveland police officer Ray Shockey. He was patrolling around 1 o'clock in the morning on the icy East Kemper Road near the Totes Boots Factory, which winds along the Little Miami River. When he drove past the river, Officer Shockey saw what he thought at first was a dog sitting on the roadside on that clear, cold night. He slowed down to check on it, but it quickly became apparent that his impression wasn't correct. What he initially perceived as a dog turned out to be something totally different. From its crouching position, it stood up on its two limbs, and its eyes were illuminated by the police car's headlights. Naturally, it shocked the officer, especially when the creature suddenly darted in front of his police vehicle. For a few minutes, it was like a staring match between Officer Shockey and what became clear to him as a frog-like creature. The frogman then quickly crossed the road, jumped over the guardrail, and became invisible in the darkness of the Little Miami River. The bewildered lawman immediately drove to the police headquarters and filed a report of his astonishing sighting. He was convinced it was something monstrous. He calculated that it weighed about 50 to 75 pounds, stood around four feet tall, and had leathery skin and looked like a cross between a frog and a lizard. Officer Shockey, this time accompanied by fellow police officer Mark Matthews, headed back to the site to look for more evidence of the frogmen. What they saw were claw marks on the guardrail and down the embankment, but no other physical evidence of the frogmen. Two weeks later then, Police officer Matthews had his own taste of the Loveland Frogman encounter, the third sighting of the legendary cryptid. His experience was quite parallel with that of Officer Shockey's, but with a strange twist. On March 17, 1972, Officer Matthews was driving outside of Loveland when he saw an animal lying in the middle of the road and thought it was dead, or at least injured. He decided to move the animal, as it was an obstruction in the already icy covered pavement. But when he climbed out of his cruiser, the frogman suddenly got up into a crouching position. Startled by the creature's physical features and behavior, Officer Matthews pulled out his gun and shot it. The frogman limped its way to the roadside and stepped over the guardrail while still keeping an eye on the officer. His depiction of the frogman matched Officer Shockey's description up to the last detail with the exception of the tail. Once skeptical of his fellow officer's story of seeing the humanoid frog, Officer Matthews was now convinced that the Loveland frogman did in fact exist. The alleged fourth sighting happened later that March and was reported by an anonymous farmer. 
He was inspecting his fields located adjacent to the Little Miami River when he saw four bizarre creatures, presumably the Loveland Frogmen. He recounted that these creatures had large circular eyes with pale greenish-gray skin and wide mouths filled with sharp teeth. It was a brief encounter as the strange figures ran and disappeared into the river when they spotted the farmer staring at them. Now, I have to say that Ohio is a hotbed of stories involving cryptid encounters, and the Loveland Frogmen sightings are one of them. On March 28, 1959, a terrifying sighting of a huge monster-like creature happened in Charles Mills Lake, located in central Ohio, specifically in both Richland and Ashland counties, about 100 miles away from Loveland. The lake is a quiet place where people can have a relaxing time fishing, boating, hunting, or hiking. But that all changed after an incident happened, which was only documented once. Three teenage buddies, Denny Patterson, Wayne Armstrong, and Michael Lane, were frolicking near the shores of the lake when they came face-to-face with a monstrous creature that emerged from the seaweed-strewn waters. They were petrified as the beast towered over them, a seven-foot-tall, armless humanoid with luminous green eyes and large webbed feet. Needless to say, the friends wasted no time running away, and then they reported their unusual encounter. More than a century earlier, the account of the Crosswick monster gripped Ohio. It's an unincorporated community in central Wayne Township in Warren County, around 20 miles north of Loveland. In May of 1882, 13 and 11-year-old brothers Ed and Joe Lynch were out fishing in Satterthwaite's Run, a stream that passes through Crosswick. They then heard a loud, unknown sound coming from the tall grass behind them and approached the area to find out what it was. And suddenly there, a gigantic, four-legged lizard sprung from the small trees and shrubs and ran after the scared boys. Alas, the creature caught Ed in its mouth and pulled him down to the ground as Joe screamed like crazy for help. But helpless Joe saw his brother being dragged by the giant reptile along the stream towards a large, hollowed-out sycamore tree, which was apparently the creature's den. When three men arrived at the scene, Ed was still in the monster's mouth and almost completely pulled into the tree. But the men retrieved Ed after being dropped by the creature before it climbed further up into its hollowed-out home. The three men summoned 60 villagers to destroy the beast, but 
After chasing it for over a mile over fences, through streams, up hills, and around trees, their efforts proved futile. The description of this creature would surely create an image of a monster in your mind. 30 to 40 feet long and could stand up to 12 to 14 feet. It was 16 inches in diameter with four foot long legs and a 16 inch wide head. It was covered with black and white scales with large yellow spots like a lizard's. It had a long forked tongue. The inner mouth was in deep red. The Crosswick monster was never seen again, but it's remembered as one of the most believed cryptid experiences in all of Ohio, as more than 60 men claim to have witnessed it. In the case of the Loveland Frogmen, their sightings have been witnessed by four people in 1955 and then again in 1972. In 2001, now retired Loveland police officer Mark Matthews surfaced after nearly three decades since he witnessed the alleged humanoid frogs. In an email interview, he wanted to set the record straight about that incident back in March of 72. And he stated, There is absolutely nothing to the incident that relates to monsters or the paranormal. This entire thing has been habitually blown out of proportion. Obviously, he retracted his original claims. Matthews further clarified, It was and is no monster. It was not leathery or had wet matted fur. It was not three to five feet tall. It did not stand erect. The animal I saw was obviously some type of lizard that someone had as a pet that either got too large for its aquarium, escaped by accident, or they simply got tired of it. It was less than three feet in length, ran across the road, and was probably blinded by my headlights. It presented no aggressive action. So then, why did he shoot the creature? Memory can be a funny thing, as well as being afraid to be ridiculed by your community. Matthews had apparently attempted to fire a bullet at the reptile in order to support the account of then-Officer Shockey's prior sighting, but it didn't kill the lizard and they escaped. Most likely died from its injury or from the bitter freezing cold. Matthew's retraction gave rise to speculations that he did it due to the ridicule he and Shanky suffered, or it could have been a cover-up for a larger mystery. Matthew's statement should have settled the Loveland Frogman mystery, but a 2016 report of another sighting supposedly pertaining to it put the spotlight once again on the humanoid frogs. In July of 2016, a newly released augmented reality mobile game called Pokemon Go sent the smartphone-bearing population into a frenzy. 
The game uses the mobile device's GPS to locate, capture, battle, and train virtual creatures called Pokemon, which appear as if they are in the player's real-world location. So on August 3rd, 2016, Sam Jacobs and his girlfriend were playing the game between Loveland, Madeira Road, and Lake Isabella when their night of fun turned into terror. No, the virtual creature Pokemon didn't come alive and turn to a monster or anything. But Sam and his lady saw a strange frog-like creature in the water of a nearby river. Sam detailed the incident and said, We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game, this was an actual giant frog. Then the thing stood up and walked on its hind legs. I realize this sounds crazy, but I swear on my grandmother's grave, this is the truth. Not sure if it was a frog man, or just a giant frog. Either way though, I've never seen anything like it. They actually managed to take a video clip of what they witnessed. Something standing waist deep in the water with large, bulbous, glowing eyes. Over the grainy and dark footage made it difficult to decipher what it really was. But the couple were still unbending, and it was the Loveland Frogman that they had probably seen. response to this story, retired police officer Matthews resurfaced and added more details to his retraction in 2001. He contacted WCPO News in Cincinnati and revealed that the creature he and fellow officer Shockey encountered in 1972 was simply a large iguana. Suddenly, he was appearing to have answers. He said he actually shot it as proof of his encounter and showed it to Shockey, who identified it as the one he had seen as well. It was actually an iguana, about three or three and a half feet long with a missing tail, which was why he didn't immediately recognize it. Matthews believed that the iguana might have been a pet that had escaped or released into the wilderness after it had grown too big to be kept as a pet. As to why the cold-blooded reptile was spotted twice along the roadside, Matthews assumed it took refuge near the warm pipes of a cooling facility at a local boots factory in order to stay warm in the cold March weather. The ex-police officer told his discovery of the alleged Loveland Frogmen to a local author who had written a book about the urban legends in Ohio. Unfortunately for everybody, The writer had concluded the story after Matthews shot the mysterious creature and omitted his revelation that it wasn't actually a frogman but an iguana. Matthews ended his statements with certainty. It's a big hoax. There's a logical explanation for everything. With that said, people in Ohio can perhaps lay the six-decade Loveland frogman legend to rest in peace, hopefully. So that's going to do it, guys, for this week's episode of Every Town. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want some more stuff from us, go check out our Scary Mysteries podcast or our YouTube channel. And tune in next week for another episode filled with scary, strange, and mysterious stories. Because you never know. Your town might be next.